not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. And welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope all is going well. Reporting on some history that happened recently, uh, the inauguration of a new president, talking about what all that means for the future of health care, the Affordable Care Act, and, and other things. Big news came out this last week, Alan, with the Congressional Budget Office releasing their report how repealing portions of the Affordable Care Act would affect health insurance coverage and premiums. Some of the highlights, uh, premiums uh, in the individual market would actually go up 20 to 25%, uh, neglecting to notice that they actually are going up at that amount already, but uh, still bad. But uh, the number of people who are uninsured would increase by $18 million in the first year of the plan following the enactment of the bill. And this uh, Democrats seizing on this uh, report in uh, in the nomination hearings and, and other things, and um, right, you're going to be seeing more of this in the next couple of weeks, and it's all because of this report, right? Which we'll post right now on our on our Facebook page, right? And you know, a couple other things to note that uh, you know the CBO estimates are based on uh, previously introduced Republican legislation HR 3762. Uh, that would get rid of penalties associated with the ACA requirements that most people have health insurance, which is the mandate. Large employers have to offer their employees health insurance meeting specific standards. So another mandate would be gone, which would be the essential benefits part of the package. Uh, And second, the bill would eliminate the Medicaid expanded under the ACA and subsidies for individuals who purchase health insurance through the marketplace. The thing that I found interesting was that CBO and Joint Committee on Taxation, so the Joint, uh, the JCT, uh, said predicting the effects on individuals, employers, states, payers, physicians, hospitals, and other parties is difficult, and the estimates in the report reflect those in the middle of the uh, distribution of potential outcomes, meaning they still don't know actually what the true potential outcome is and so these are just estimates shots in the dark so to speak throws at a dartboard and so uh they also said that by 2026 premiums would double roughly double so again we're talking about increases if it was only a repeal bill not necessarily a repeal and replace like secretary price uh has talked about or uh President Trump has talked about uh, doing repeal and replace at the same time. And Rand Paul has been a big proponent of that as well. Right. And he's he he's of the opinion that it should be replaced immediately. The same day that it's. Yeah. You do repeal, replace the same day. Man, there's just a lot that they're. I think it's just going to be a lot harder than uh, people think. This document was requested by the Senate Minority Leader and Ranking Member of the Senate Committee on Finance. 
and the ranking member of the HELP committee. So that would have been uh, Chuck Schumer, um, Ron Wyden, right. and um, Patty Murray. Would right. Have been the ones that would and, have been. And, and for our listeners, HELP stands for Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee in the Senate. Yes. So uh, just so... You know, we're we're not going to just throw abbreviations out here on our show. We're going to also teach you a little thing or two about what's going on in the Senate and the House. Yes, and there certainly is a lot. But the role of the Congressional Budget Office, something that's underrated, I think, in in um, how policy is made, and I don't think people really understand how they can literally change something. I mean, the the law, the ACA, almost was dead on arrival the first time the CBO scored. I remember HR thirty two hundred. Right. Came out way five hundred billion dollars more than they had wanted it to be. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then they're just <laughs> like, "Oh, yeah, I don't think we can do that." Well, and remember, you know, uh, then they started making all these different changes that said the Secretary of Health and Human Services shall do the following, and over seventeen hundred different times in thirty two hundred is that that's the case, and so. You know, I think you talked or alluded to it earlier in the show about how what are some of the executive actions that the administration could take if you don't have a repeal or replace bill. Yeah. So. Well, one of the things people argue is they could maybe not enforce some of these laws. But this uh, brings us to uh, something interesting that caught our, also caught our attention. Senate, uh, uh, nominee was Steve Mnuchin. Yes, Senator Mnuchin. So he is going to be nominated or is nominated to be the Secretary of Health and Human Services. No, Treasury. No, Treasury. Sorry. Excuse me. Tom Price was <laughs> HHS. We talked about him last segment. Mnuchin, Treasury, which is the fourth in line to be president. Yes. And he, uh, he is also in, in charge of uh, the Internal Revenue Service. And uh, one of the ways to uh, stop this budget problem is, uh, I guess, bringing in more money through through taxes. But um, something that might surprise some of the listeners, here's Trump's HHH pick on uh, the future treasury of the IRS. Treasury pick? Yes, a treasury pick on the future of the IRS. Something I was a- particularly surprised that at looking at the IRS numbers, that the IRS headcount has gone down quite dramatically, almost 30% over the last number of years. Uh, I don't think there's any other government agency that's gone down 30%, and especially for an agency that collects revenues, this is something that I'm concerned about. Now, perhaps uh, the IRS just started with way too many people, but uh, I I am concerned about the staffing of the IRS that is an important part of fixing the tax gap, and I'm also very concerned about... Probably very concerned about a lot of things. He was concerned about the regulations. But if you don't have the IRS, all of a sudden, uh, as a government, if you're not bringing in money to operate, then there's a problem, too. I think pretty much every one of our listeners would probably be in favor of getting rid of the IRS Yes, all, all, all the way around. But I guess they do have a role to play in, in all of this. Well, and I also think that uh, when you look at our tax code, which is over 70,000 pages long, And, you know, you look at someone like a like Donald Trump, who, you know, obviously is very wealthy and has an army of accountants. You know, he can he can find every loophole in the tax code in in those 70,000 pages. Why? Because they have an army of accountants of accountants and that's what it's designed to do. 
what they're designed to do is 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 find those loopholes so that they can limit uh, their overall tax burden, like us normal America, you know, everyday Americans, when we're filling our taxes out on TurboTax, we we look for those loopholes too, you know, to limit our taxes, and that's you know, you know whether it's health expenses or mortgage expenses or college education loan expenses those are all tax deductible and so you know where are all the loopholes there's 70,000 pages of them right you know and so we have to rein in the IRS we have to rein in the tax uh, part of not only the Affordable Care Act but all of government because regulation and taxes are what's killing small business it is but and, and a lot of people are, are thinking that they will get rid of them, and hopefully they do. But at the same time, then you hear this saying, well, maybe we do need more IRS agents. What does that mean for the people that have to report this year or face these penalties? Right. They better call us, first of all, at right. 402-884-9020 at Edie Bellis. They can help you solve that problem. Right. But <laughs> We're the experts on yeah, that. But th- that's not going to be going away anytime soon. And no. When you hear clips like this, it makes you think that, He's going to take a look at the IRS and just say, oh, this thing brings in this much. Why would we want to get rid of mm-hmm. these taxes? Right. And, and just think about all of, you know, when we, you talk about health care reform, there's 19 different taxes that was enacted through the Affordable Care Act that they need to look at. You know, whether it's the medical device tax that, you know, when it first was talked about, your contact lens cleaner or... Uh, you know, any type of over-the-counter drug was going to get hit with it. You know, crutches is hit with that. Uh, you know, your boot, if you sprain your ankle, is hit with that. Um, uh, that's just one of 19 different taxes, not to mention the mandate, which is a tax. Uh, so there are 19 different taxes that need to be looked at, you know, Medtronic moved out a lot of their jobs out of the country because they didn't want to, you know, they're trying to limit their taxes and it cut, it cut jobs. Uh, the direct result was a loss of jobs at some of these medical device manufacturers because they had to find ways to pay the tax. Yeah. And this tax was on their top line. Right. That total revenue. Big, big number. Big number, yeah. So uh, that's something to... To, to watch is uh, how all these taxes play out. And then there's tax reform, which people want too. The Republicans could back themselves in a corner uh, on this whole budget uh, issue if they don't. Uh, they better be attention. very careful. Yeah. So we'll take a time out here and come back. Well, a couple of uh, new, big headlines on uh, insurance companies. We've talked about a lot of mergers this year. I've got some breaking news to share with you about one of the mergers. That happened as well as one of them feeling a little bit more optimistic all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, but that uh, comes after they give left's choice to insurers. We'll find out what uh, we think about that when we come back here on America's Healthcare Challenge.